0: Six of the Parkrun Adventurers, and today you are brought, the voices of Mel and Scotty, courtesy of Symphony Hill Wines and Chocolate. We're often fueled by wine and chocolate, or at least I am. Scotty, welcome to the podcast. Thanks,
1: Melissa. Um, no wine for me, and I'll tell you I'm a bit over chocolate. No? Yeah, a bit over chocolate, my goodness.
0: <gasps> How is that even possible?
1: <laughs> it's called Easter, and every meal... Ah involves chocolate. Easter
0: and every meal <laughs> since then. <laughs> pretty much, yeah.
1: Ask the girls yeah, what I... you have for breakfast this morning. I was out on a run. Kasha said,
0: Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are on holiday, Scotty. So
1: we are on holidays. I'm in the, I think it's called the High Country. The what do you, Al- mean you
0: think it's called the High Country? Well,
1: I'm pretty sure it's called the, the High Country, but I could be wrong. It could be other parts of Australia but this is the Victorian high country. I'm in Bright and luckily enough we've got a park run in Bright now so everything well, lined up lucky. beautifully.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let me let me tell my story from the weekend. Firstly I got my first right, fif- I
0: will try not to interrupt.
1: Okay. I got my first 5959 which was really anticlimactic. But I did feel sorry for one of my running buddies who also happens to be up here as she was pushing really hard and she got a PB and then she got the dreaded fifty nine, fifty nine, but she took it like a soldier, and was like, "Okay, next time, no big deal." But I'm up here in Bright because my mate. Well, I think he's my mate. You, you tell me this, Mel.
0: Hold on a second. I told you I wasn't going to interrupt, but I want to go back to this this anticlimactic fifty nine, fifty nine. What did you like? You had big expectations, and it wasn't as fun as you were expecting. <laughs> I don't know the anti-climax. I guess it was.
1: I guess I was supposed to be really angry or disappointed that I got a fifty-nine. It's going to ruin my averages, or it's going to look weird on my record. I don't know what people think, but it came through as fifty-nine, fifty-nine. I was like, oh, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter, <laughs> does it? Like, really, it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't want it to happen every week, but one week out of two hundred and four runs, I can put up with it.
0: Yeah. And, and now you're a real proper parkrunner yeah. by, my, by my standards. You're not a real parkrunner. It's just like when, you know, people ride horses and there's a rule about how many times you have to fall off a horse before you're actually a real, inverted commas, rider. And, and it's just the same with parkrun. You're not a true parkrunner until you've received your first 59.59. And I encourage everyone to go out courting them.
1: Well, thankfully now I am. After being park running for four and a bit years, I'm finally a real park runner.
0: Okay. Excellent. But I did interrupt you, so please go back to the whole friendship thing you were talking about.
1: My mate, Matt. So so Matt is involved in park run quite heavily. He started Lilydale Lake and um, he's moved up to Bright and the first thing he does is start his own park run, naturally enough. And I'm here this week. Coming up this Saturday, I'm going to be a guest RD, I guess, because Bright's only been going for a few weeks. And as all new events go, uh, Matt doesn't have an army of Run Directors behind him. He just started it himself and hopefully will build his team organically. But in the meantime, while they're away, I'm looking after his event. But, so I mentioned my mate, Matt. So I want to know, what's the definition of a mate here, Mel? Because I think we're friends. We chat quite regularly. We have fun. But every time I say, let's go for a run, he agrees and then makes an excuse. Never happens. So this time, I pinned him down. Like, I'm coming to your park run. I'm in your town. He's running his 100th park run on Saturday. Everything, like, he cannot escape me. We're going to run together. Briefing's over. Look out for Matt. He was there a few minutes ago. Now he's missing. I'm sure he's up the front, you know, pushing people out of the way to get to the front. And then off he goes. Never saw him. He's got a bit of white line fever, I think. And he just he's one of those people that when he runs, he's got to run fast, I guess. And he got swept along. How long
0: has it been since he got to have a run? I'm assuming he wasn't run director today then. No, he wasn't. on the weekend. No,
1: he wasn't. So again, we had um, one of our ambassadors in town. Because Bright is a holiday town and everyone's here uh, for the school holidays, like we are. So one of our ambassadors said, Don't worry, I'll, I'll look after your event this week so you can run your hundreds. And, um... He ran his hundred, so congratulations, Matt. And
0: you didn't see him finish because you weren't anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, he left you. He left you for dust. Well, b-
1: Brighton out and back, so I did see him. Like, I go wave, but oh, he was so okay. focused. I think he fresh aired me. And um,
0: ironically, yeah. though, you got the same time, so it was <laughs> I like you were there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So I'm still, I'm still not sure if we're friends. I'll leave that open to you and the listeners to let me know because you know sometimes you. You're under this illusion of friendship.
0: Okay, so I just need to ascertain. Did he confirm beforehand that he was going to run with you?
1: Well, maybe I assumed. Maybe I assumed too much. But I thought we were going to.
0: It sounds like to me like you didn't have an understanding.
1: Never mind. Never mind. So that was my Saturday party. you do
0: run. sound very disheartened, Scotty. Are you missing You're missing your normal running group while you're on holiday?
1: So that's the other thing. So I'm here in Bright. We're here for two weeks. And as I think I've mentioned before, I, I struggle. I run a lot with my friends now and, and from our running groups and in sessions. It's very rare that I run by myself. Um, but here in Bright... You
0: even almost ran with me a couple of weeks
1: ago. I <laughs> know. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? You loved it. Mm. So yeah, let's yeah, that yeah, for another day. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm really forcing myself to get out there and run while I'm here in Bright. I've got two weeks off, no excuses, had a really quiet week last week in preparation for trashing myself for two weeks while I'm here. But it's really hard when no one's waiting for you to go for a run and yeah, no one to. Yeah, talk but you've to. still got
0: a marathon training program to stick yeah, to. it's
1: a long way off.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> this is why you're asking people to ask you how it's going. How is it going? Have you missed any sessions while you've been on holidays? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, Not while I'm on holidays, but I missed heaps last week. I only ran about 20k last week, but that was intentional. What the
0: hell are you doing? That was
1: intentional because, so you go through every training program, every training block. You go through a big block, a heavy block, and then I just wanted to have a week off so that I'm just not losing motivation. So it's not just one really long slog of three months of hard running. I had a week. All right,
0: but explain to me, is that one week off built into your training program or is it just you deciding? It's just me you're deciding. you split your training program into three and you're just going to take a week off it's just
1: me, third. It's just me deciding. I'm just oh, – it's, it's a fluid program. It's very organic and <laughs> – you're it's me always all these evolving. Buzzwords. It's always evolving. It's an evolving training plan. Mm.
0: What would the coach think?
1: Let's get on to you. So you <laughs> finished. <laughs> you finally finished. You got through your run. The date my way, which did I? Yeah, did I
0: get through it?
1: Did you? You tell us.
0: I don't. Uh, I I survived. Let's say that much. I survived. And I did the kilometres and the minutes, I should say, that I had to do. And then some. Uh, I know we mentioned that it was a story for another day. But let's, let's make that day today. Last, last week or the week before last when we were at Shell Harbour together. See, I guess we've got a little bit of catching up to do because we recorded a podcast on that Saturday. And then we had a whole week where we didn't actually have to record a podcast together. So we haven't had a chance to debrief about what's been going on. So let's do that. Um, you and I went f- for a, a not a run together because I don't run with people at the moment. I can't deal with that kind of pressure. But you just seemed to hang around a little bit <laughs> at the start. And then you realized, okay, yeah, I am actually going to go slow. And so you should go for a run. And then you got about 500 meters ahead of me and stopped at a lighthouse because of the beautiful view and didn't really actually feel like running because you were running by yourself then. So you 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 didn't run with me for an extra couple of kilometers. Let's let's call it about another twenty minutes worth. And I believe that was day twenty five. And when you realised, okay, yeah, you you were supposed to do your long run that day. I said, okay, well, I'm turning around and head back now. And you said, all right, well, I'm going to keep going in that direction, and I'll I'll come back later. And just you you had you had actually asked me, hadn't you, to to what time am I up to on my watch? I'm sure you asked me to check my time.
1: Yes, and you refused.
0: And I refused because that's not what I do. I, As I've been, you know, progressing toward the higher minutes and once I got into the 20s, I've started, like, not looking at my watch. Well, it's because it's on my phone. I literally have to carry my phone. And I've been not looking at it because you have to put the passcode in and you've got sweaty hands and it takes a whole, you know, 10 seconds to do and probably I slow down while I'm doing it. And also, it's just going to make me sad when I look at it and it's only 15 minutes and I know I've got another 10 or, you know, more to go. So I I refuse to do that and instead I just go, I'm not going to look at it until I've done like six or seven songs. Till I've run to six or seven songs, which was a little bit more difficult, I have to say, because you were running near me and I kept feeling obliged to stop my music <laughs> because you're a bit of a chatty runner when you're running socially. Anyway, after, after you left me, I thought, okay, well, it's got to be about 20 minutes and that means I've only got a few, like five to go, so I'll just check and see how I'm doing. And it was at that point that I realized that Strava was not going and I had just run probably at least two and a half kilometers with you, with some elevation up to a lighthouse and down a bit and uh, out on this beautiful, curvy little rock wall into a marina, which would have looked amazing on Strava. Completely yeah, it lost it
1: because it looked really it good on mine. Morning.
0: Yeah, it did look really good on yours, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, oh, Scotty, I could have cried. I don't I was just I didn't I didn't stop moving. I was just looking in disbelief at my phone and I just could not comprehend the fact that um it hadn't been recording. And obviously any runner who is on Strava knows that if it's not on Strava it didn't happen. And I was just thinking to myself, How do I fix this? Can I I'll So, I started it. As soon as I realized it wasn't working, I just started it. So, I thought I hadn't recorded anything at all Um, and I kept going and I thought, all right, well, I'll just run back to where I came from, which will probably be about 15 minutes worth Um, if I, I was planning on taking a shorter way back because I only had to do another 10 minutes, but I thought, no, I have to run back the way I came now to at least get as much as I had, except I wasn't going to go back and hook around the marina thing again. And I thought, oh, you know, it's, I'll just see how I go. And maybe I can like take a screenshot of Scotty Strava for the first chunk. But then you didn't, you, and I would have done that. I totally would have done the cheat. And asked you to log somebody who ran with you, except that you left me and you did a whole different section. And you had also stopped a couple of times and paused your watch, which I don't do. I I keep running the whole time. So that doesn't work. And I was just like, ah, my brain hurt from the whole figuring of it out. And when I got back to roughly where we'd started, I only had about another, um. Well, I I had run for another like 18 minutes by then. I thought, oh, I've only got seven more minutes and then I could have the 25 on Strava even though I'd already run for another 20 before that that wasn't recorded. And so in the end, I just pushed myself and I probably ran about 45 minutes without stopping on my 25-minute day just so I could get my 25 minutes on Strava and I was destroyed (laughs) at the end of it. But the little stubborn voice in my head was like, no, you can keep going, you can keep going because it's got to be on Strava. It has to be on Strava. Otherwise, you can't take the nice photo with the 25 because people, everyone's going to ask you, why well, have you only got 17 minutes? You know, that's not 25 and I knew I was going to get a lot of sass about it. So, <laughs> I just ran all the way.
1: So, what lessons have you learned from this? No?
0: The lessons I have learned is do not go for not a run with Scotty <laughs> because it was your yeah, fault. That, that wasn't the lesson and, and about, I took and No, well, you didn't ask what lessons you learned from it. This is the lessons I learned. And what I realized was that I had stopped it. So it had started. Like I, I wasn't imagining that when I had pressed record and it started those first couple of seconds while I was running. But what had happened was because you left me and you ran ahead and you ran up to the lighthouse and you stopped to look at the view at about 500 meters that I saw you up ahead and I thought, ah, oh, I'll take some selfies and some run fees while I'm going today. And I took a photo of you looking at the view and instead of like properly doing my camera thing or whatever and swiping the Strava screen off, I had pressed stop on my um, my recording so, I blame you. Okay. Well, if, <laughs> you listened, if you It listened was not to me, my fault.
1: If you listened to me earlier, you would have noticed that it had stopped <laughs> and you wouldn't have had to run all those extra minutes. And um, we should get you a watch. You shouldn't have to rely on your phone. I mean, gee, I, mean, I think but we can organize uh, that uh, look, for the you. The thing is...
0: Oh, hang work, on, hang on, hang ears, on. Scotty. I think we already have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do have a watch. The thing is... For a couple of years, you have been harassing me about the fact that you never see any of my stuff on Strava. And that's because I can't figure out how to sync the watch to the (laughs) phone or to the computer or whatever without plugging it in. And that's just a pain in the proverbial. So I just – I go straight to the source and I use Strava on my phone to actually Strava my runs and my warm-ups and my cool-downs and all of those things. But another lesson I learned from this is that – Running 45 minutes on a 25-minute day when you still have a 26, a 27, a 28, a 29, a 30 and a 31 to go makes you really tired and I struggled. I I mean, I probably was going to struggle for the rest of that week anyway just because it was a lot for me but it was a hard last week. Yeah,
1: but you got through it. So, did you have a sense of achievement on day 31 or were you just over it, glad it was done?
0: It was a mixed bag. It was achievement mixed with relief uh, that I didn't have to run the next day, that I didn't have to try to fit that in. I worked up a pretty decent sleep deficit um, while I was going, I think, and that was very evident in the first couple of days, like April 1st, April 2nd, that I was just still exhausted from from the energy, I probably hadn't not just sleep, but I hadn't been eating enough to sustain the running and the breastfeeding and the being a human being. So <laughs> I think I think possibly I should have eaten more mm. or better mm. or something. Okay. So yes, lots of lessons learned. Um, not the least of which is February is definitely the best month to do such <laughs> stupid <laughs> challenges. <laughs> Because those extra three days, that's an extra 90 minutes yeah. that you didn't have to do. Or 90 kilometers if you're dumb enough to do a kilometer for each day.
1: Yeah. So when, when Rowan committed, he, th- he thought it through. When you committed, you did it on the spot, <laughs> spur of the moment, and not, not much opportunity to think things through when you do that. But lesson learned for next time, for next year. Ah. <sighs>
0: Was it though? Because I'm just that kind of stupid stubborn that I'm gonna say stupid things and then I'm gonna have to follow through.
2: Alrighty, Park Run Adventurers, it's Lindell here. I'm checking in from the launch of the Kelvin Grove Park Run in a city suburb of Brisbane, just three k's from the CBD. Um, looks like it's going to be a pretty flat track, but I'll let you know afterwards. And I've already tracked down a few of my fellow Bunyaville Park Runners Tara, Stuart, and I've found Melanie, a very first time park runner.
3: Yes, yes, looking forward to it. So we just roped you in on the track, didn't we? We did, yes. Sure did. And I'm um, I'm going to be um, running today and getting into park run.
2: It'll change your life, Melanie, I promise you. And Martin. Now, Martin, what's your story? You're a new farm park runner, but you're doing a bit of touristing.
4: Uh, yes, I'm not in the, uh, not nowhere in the league of the 200 pluses, but uh, just starting to go around. And obviously, Kelvin Grove's close. This is walking distance for me, so it might be my new home park run.
2: You just never know, you have to test it out and see. Alrighty, Scotty and Mel, I'll have another chat after the run. Alrighty, adventurers, I'm here with Cara. She's a long-time listener, first-time guest on the show.
5: Welcome to the podcast. How are you going? Very well, thank you, Linda. How are you? Really well. How did your run go today? Really well. I actually got a PB. I got 22.10, so I'm stoked.
2: Well, thank you very much for waiting a whole other... 10 something 13 15 minutes something to have a chat to me
5: (laughs) no worries Linda it's a pleasure soaking up the atmosphere excellent now do you live close to Kelvin Grove will this be your home park run no I actually live in Annalee, so my home park run is Stones Corner yeah excellent well that's a great event um and what else what's your park run story do you get around to a lot of park runs well I actually only started in about July last year so this is my 36th but I'm trying to get up my 20 different park runs because I think Get your name on a special part of the website. It's all part of the fun. It is
2: part of the fun, yes, it's the most events list. You'll be there soon, I'm
5: sure. Now, holidays and going away, you were saying earlier. Yes, I do try and plan my holidays around Parkrun. Uh, it's very important. I always look that up beforehand and I tell my partner it's got to be right near a parkrun. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the park runs you've been to as a result of that? Well, um, I've done a few at the Gold Coast, so just, just a few there. So Main Beach um, was excellent and I made a special effort to get out there because it's the first park run in Australia. So that was awesome.
2: Excellent. Well, thank you for talking to me. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, and all the best. I can't wait to see you on the 20 events list car. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, so post run, I've tracked down a couple of volunteers today. I've got Stella and Christine. How are you going today? Very good, thank you.
6: Great, thank you. And what have your roles been today? Um, Scanning and helping Paul set up the parkrun before we started. Barcode scanning and sorting the tokens. And
2: also making sure we behaved ourselves pre-run, keeping us off the bike course. Oh I did, yes. Yes. (laughs) Good on you, someone needs to keep us in line. Now, how did you get involved in parkrun? Is Kelvin Grove going to be your home parkrun? My home parkrun is Hobart and I started there the day it started. So that's how I found parkrun. And I've been touring for 12 months now. Excellent, so you're on a trip around us. Australia? Uh, well I'm stuck in Queensland because you keep having more launches. <laughs> there's a lot going on up here at the moment. There is. <laughs> now there's a new compass point in Tasmania as well. I'll be down uh, tail walking for the brand new one that's launching in Belle Reve in two weeks and I'll be getting my queue at Queen's Domain at the same time. Wow that's awesome. So do um, you run at park One's or mainly volunteer? Uh, this is my seventy-eighth volunteer, and I think I've done a hundred and two park runs. So a bit of both, bit in column A, bit in column B. Yep. Yeah, excellent. Well, that's wonderful. And where to next, Christine? I'm thinking of South Toowoomba's launch next week. Sounds like a great idea. Now, Stella, uh, you're. <laughs> here with your partner who's one of the run directors?
6: Uh, He is one of the run directors with, um, he's Paul and his um, friends Nick so they've set up the run and so um, being the supportive partner I've helped Um, with some of the logistics along the way, and with the uh, trials, and then this morning as well. Excellent. And how did you get
2: into park run? Apart from fall? are you a runner?
6: Yep. No, I am a runner. I've mostly done um, New Farm park run was my home until until this one, um, and so it's always been a bit of speed training or a mid long run that it's kind of been used for. And um, apart from volunteering for the the trial two weeks ago, this is my inaugural volunteer day.
2: Well welcome, awesome well done. Thank you. Do you think you'll do more volunteering or is that a silly
6: question? I think that's a silly question. I think with uh, <laughs> Paul being a run director I think I'm, uh, I'll am i be a, a volunteer more than I'll be a runner I think for the next little bit anyway. Yeah.
2: Well I hope you get the community off to a bit of a start here. It's a great course so have you
6: run the course and how do you find it? This is my, my home running turf essentially so I, I run here probably at least two or three times a week and say I, yeah we think it's a, a senior course shady lots of lots of trees fairly um, fast there's only a few small rises so um, other than that it's a nice wide path and nice and fast um, and yeah this is definitely my home now.
2: (laughs) Excellent and flat pretty much which is uncommon in Kelvin Grove, Kelvin Grove (laughs) being one of the hilliest suburbs in Brisbane.
6: Yeah well you certainly think of Kelvin Grove as, as hilly and as it turns out the actual park run goes through four different suburbs so it starts in Kelvin Grove and goes into Newmarket, market Ashgrove, and then back the other way to windsor as well so we get a a um a variety of suburbs covered but yeah definitely um fast and and relatively flat is uncommon for kelvin grove
2: excellent well thank you for talking to me ladies i better let you get back to your bar scanning there's a bit of ding linging being in the background so thank you and well done thank you very much thank you you're welcome Radio i track down the run directors i've got paul and nick how are you going how did the launch go today
4: uh, it's Paul here. I think it went pretty well. We had numbers of what we were thinking, around about 270 or so. Um, no hitches, um, no problems that we could see. People liked the course. Um, great day to be out running, and I think it was a good turnout, so happy days.
2: Excellent. How about you, Nick?
4: Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
7: Uh, had lots of people turn up, lots of people seem to enjoy the course. Got a nice bit of shade here by the creek, and uh, yeah, everything's gone well so far.
2: Excellent. I have to say, well done on finding a flat track in Kelvin Grove, very hilly suburb.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, how did you get into park run and how did you get into run directing?
4: Um, I've only done a handful of park runs myself, but I sort of like the concept and I thought there's a bit of a gap as far as locations or events in the Brisbane City inner, inner area. So um, I live in Kelvin Grove and I run this path all the time. It's a very um, flat path and wide and it's very underused, I think, so... Thought there was a good opportunity there to start something new and to challenge myself as well as a as a person. Um, so about almost a year ago, we started um, uh, mapping things out and working out how we could do this. With the help of Steve Rayner, we got it off the off the ground, got funding, got approvals, and um, dreams come true today. Yeah. On my birthday too, so. Oh happy,
2: happy birthday. birthday! Thank you. April Fool's Day <laughs> well,
4: well tomorrow's April <laughs> no, tomorrow's Fool's is Day. April Fool's Today's <laughs> Day. the 31st.
2: Excellent. Alrighty. Yeah. And how about you, yeah. Nick? How did you get involved with Parkrun and with Kelvin Grove Parkrun?
7: So I've been park running for just over ten years now. Started park running in London at Wimbledon Common.
2: With the Wombles? And
7: with the Wombles and uh, occasionally the Wombles <laughs> do turn up every year on the the park run before the London Marathon they have a little training run at Wimbledon Common.
2: Is that right? Uh, yeah. i have to get there.
7: <laughs> um, so yeah and I actually heard about this park run with Steve Rayner was interviewed on Park Run Adventurers and I got in touch and said I'd be interested in helping out and uh, here we are about three months later I think. So, How many uh, park runs have you done Nick? Uh, 205 parkruns.
2: Wow, so you're not far off the elusive, is it the blue shirt for 250, green shirt? Yeah, I, I think it'll know. be a
7: while, so I've, I have probably haven't <laughs> done as much volunteering as I should have over the last 10 years, so I'm gonna uh, fix that now being um, an <laughs> yes, event got. director, <laughs> so I'll be doing a few more volunteers and uh, it might take me a bit longer to get to 250 <laughs> than it did to 200.
2: That's great, excellent. I'm sure you'll love volunteering now this event as well is part of the embracing 2018 program funded in conjunction with the commonwealth games i tell you what blokes you only just got it in, in time the games yeah. start on thursday
4: very lucky um, I'm so grateful <laughs> to have their support so i think we got funding there for a good six months or so which is fantastic and um without those sort of programs these sort of events wouldn't kick off so it's really going to help the community uh, in this area, uh, get people fitter, healthier, and um, get people to meet new other people and challenge themselves at the same time, so, yeah. Yep,
2: excellent.
7: And it's just, it's really great that the Commonwealth Games will provide a legacy um, across the whole of Queensland, I think they've got, they're supporting 20 park runs, and uh, yeah, I'm going down to the cycling on Friday, so looking forward to that, and then the swimming on Monday, so uh, yeah, looking forward to the games, it should be good fun.
2: Awesome well guys, thanks so much for talking to me. Well done and good luck on your volunteering adventure given it's a bit new to both of you I think. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes so fun no, times ahead I think so worked out well today We had a very quick first place at the time as well so 15 minutes 20 something seconds so it's a fast course and I think people will like coming down having a good head out so. Thanks, Linda.
2: I agree. Awesome. Well done, guys. Enjoy. And hopefully I'll be back here sometime at Kelvin Grove Park Run. Thank you. All right, Mel and Scotty. That's it. I think that's a wrap from me from Kelvin Grove Park Run. And a wrap from me too. (laughs) Who are you? What's your name? What are you doing here? Nicola. And I love launches. And this is my 50 50 second different one. And I love Park Run. And what's your home Park Run? It's in transit now. It used to be South Bank. I've done 70 there. And now I'm going to
8: start being a St. Lucia parkrun
2: oh, girl. Oh, Nicola. Oh, I can walk there now. So, and, and, hey, the launch was last week. I heard it was a bit hectic. It was mighty hectic with 800 avid runners on the beautiful Ring Road by the Brisbane River. It is a beautiful course. I'll get out there sometime soon, Scotty and Mel, and do a roving report from St. Lucia. Um... But that's it from me from Kelvin Grove. Um, I'll finish off with that. I don't think there's much more to say. Pretty fast, pretty flat track, the middle of Brisbane, inner city. So hopefully it might take a bit of pressure off some of the other ones in South Bank and, and New Farm. And Kelvin Grove might get a bit of a bit of a following here. And a lovely story with our friends Paul and Nick. Um, taking up volunteering to start this run. Good on you, blokes. Well done. I'm sure you've got a lovely future here at Kelvin Grove and I hope to be back here sometime soon. See you later, guys. This is Lindell signing off for the Channel 5 News
8: crew on the Parkrun Adventurers. Good morning, Adventurers. It's Melissa here coming from Pakenham Parkrun. easter theme Parkrun this week. Pakenham is a little town about 50 kilometres southeast of Melbourne and it's one of the events that's part of the Gippslander Parkrun group. Um, it, there's a sea of bunny ears here today and I can see the Easter bunny as well. He's come for a special appearance, possibly with a basket of eggs for the finishes it looks like. So we'll see who we can chat to after the parkrun. So we've just finished um, the Pakenham Park Run here, and I've found Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi. And you're a regular Pakenham Park Runner? Yes, every week. And you got a prize this morning. Tell us what that was for. I have got um, a drink bottle full of Easter eggs for Best Dress Up for Easter. Congratulations. Do you enjoy getting into the spirit of things? Oh, definitely. I quite enjoy dressing up. And have you done many park runs? I think this is my 23rd park run now wonderful congratulations and have you been to any other courses no not yet but i'm planning to try berwick and maybe when at um, christmas time i'm going to queensland so i think i might try one up there uh you definitely have to you can't go to queensland and not no. try one of their most yep, beautiful definitely. park runs i might this. drag
6: my sister along to that one
8: yeah do that yeah we like new recruits yep. Uh, Congratulations and thanks for talking to me today Thank you very much Okay, now I've found uh, one of our volunteers from today, um, Mark Caldecourt Hi Mark
9: Hi Mel, how are you?
8: I'm good, thank you And now you were a pacer today because Packenham put on the pacing Uh, How did that go?
9: Yeah, it was a bit warm today Um, I was doing a 22 minutes uh, pacing and we had a good little group who managed to keep together all the way to the end I think we just uh, dipped under the 22, about 21.54 So uh, quite happy with that today Well, that's pretty spot
8: on. Um, So you are an adventurer, I happen to know that, and I think you've been doing it for a while, would that be correct?
9: Yeah, um, adventuring I've been doing for a while, it's a bit late coming to Parkrun itself, but um, I think I've done 75 um, Aussie Parkruns and about another nine globally, uh, Singapore, UK and uh, New Zealand. So, yep, getting about a bit.
8: So going by the accent, did you start in the UK?
9: Well, funnily enough, um, I used to run with Paul Sinton-Hewitt before he even had the, um, the idea of parkrun back in, uh, I don't know, the early 2000s. Uh, we were both members of the Stragglers Club in West London, so um, Paul came in one Thursday evening to the, to the club rooms and said he had this idea, which everyone at the time poo-pooed and said, no-one's going to get out of bed on a Saturday morning for a 5K, and I was one of those, so... Um, <laughs> It's a fair play to Paul. He stuck to his guns, and uh, you know here we are today. So you know, full full credit to Paul.
8: Oh yeah, that's amazing. And um, what have you got some adventures planned in the coming weeks?
9: Not in the coming weeks. I'm sort of going to take a bit of a, a break for the next few months. Um, the next one would be I'm planning and going to uh, Chrissy Fields for Christmas, and then flying the same week to do Infra Cargo. I'm going to try and do the two. Uh, furthest apart, as uh, far apart as I can. So that's my my next one. I've got planned, really, those two big ones there. Yeah,
8: that's a pretty big one. That's pretty impressive. All right, well, thank you for talking to me today, Mark. It was lovely to meet you.
9: Yeah, same. Thanks very much, Mel. Cheers.
8: Okay, so that's all from Pakenham today. We've had a successful morning. Um, Say goodbye, Irene. Bye. Jen. See ya. Zoe. No. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. See you next week.
10: Hello, we're out at St George in uh, western Queensland, southwestern Queensland, and I'm talking to...
3: Angie Gorrie. Uh, I am co-event director with my husband, Jamie Gory.
10: And when did the park run start up here?
3: Uh, we started on the second of December in two thousand and seventeen. So I think mm, we must be up to about our fifteenth or sixteenth event, and it's Easter weekend.
10: It is indeed. It's very quiet. Oh, it was very quiet in town yesterday.
3: Yeah, yeah, public holiday.
10: And, and what caused you to? Uh, oh, what got? gave you the incentive to start off a park run out here?
3: Yeah, well I was part of um, Park Run in Roma. I actually ran the first park run in Roma maybe three or four years ago. Mm. Um, and I became part of the community out there and I loved it. And um, I really missed it when I moved to St George. I started training for a marathon and it was a bit lonely running. So I got quite motivated to get um, Park Run St George up and going. So. Yeah, um, really, really grateful for um, embracing 2018. Who gave us the funding to get going? Um, okay. It was really important for us, especially being a small town. Yeah, no, yeah,
10: it is. And like uh, Roma, the park run here runs alongside a river, but this one's slightly bigger.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. The the water from the Bungle actually does run into this river. So, oh, okay. yeah, you could say it's nearly the same place. But um, this is the, yeah, the Bolog- beautiful Boulogne River. It is gorgeous along here. Um, this water actually eventually runs into the Murray. So you're part of a very big catchment here. And that would
10: take a few months to get down from here. Yeah, a little while. Uh, Very, very (laughs) Quite a
3: few years and everything in between.
10: And what would you say are the highlights of of St George Park Run?
3: Um, For me, it's been people that have never run, that have started running. We've got a few of those. And what I love, and especially, this is the best bit about being event director, each week, Processing the results and seeing the PB for someone that was like really hoping for it. So you really get behind everyone.
10: It is, it's real positive incentive. Yeah. It
3: is, I really love that bit. And it's community. Yeah. We Everyone stays around after every event and chats. It's the nicest thing. And we've got the same yeah. people turn up every week. It's that's, really good. That's beautiful. Yeah.
10: Another yeah. thing that you probably don't notice, but I did, the bird life along here is actually great. Oh, it's the, exquisite. Yeah, the, the parrots uh, right down at the river's edge and up in the trees. Uh, yeah. do little things that are worthwhile looking at yeah. while, while you're huffing, puffing and wheezing. Yeah,
3: and the geese down the other end. Yeah. Oh, missed that. Okay, we'll have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. Um, no, it's a really, it's a beautiful course with the bird life too. Mm. No, it is. It's really nice. And some weeks you'll actually get people um, water skiing along as you're... <laughs> Not today, but um, some days, yeah.
10: The other thing I was a bit surprised about, it's nice to see uh, the number of visitors that have come out here too. Yeah, we it's do a, get a few. It's a long way from the coast.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
10: And it's beautiful, yeah. it's surprisingly nice
3: Yeah, no it is, and thank goodness it has gotten a bit cooler um, So yeah, no it is, it's lovely
10: Okay, thank you very much
3: No worries I might have
10: a word with one or two others who actually did did the run today as well
3: Yeah, no worries Okay So Anne will talk <laughs> <laughs>
10: Okay, I'm with uh, Sam who just ran the St George Park Run Sam, how old are you?
5: Ten. Ten.
10: And what do you think of Parkrun? It was pretty good. Okay. Had what sort of speed do you normally go at on these?
5: Um, more like sort of <clears throat> sort of between jog and sprint.
10: Okay. So you you, you go fast and slow. Yes. The change speeds is an undulating course. Um, how, how many times have you run it? Once. This is the first time. Yes. Oh gee, have you done any others? Uh, not that This either. is the very first one, <laughs> okay, Sam. Well done, are you going to do it again? Uh. Or it depends on mum? Depends on mum. Are you just visiting here? Yes. Today, ah, okay, where do, you, where do you normally live?
5: Uh, Brisbane and Queensland.
10: Oh yeah, okay, you've come a long, long way to come out here, that's at 600 kilometers. Ah, well done. Okay, well hopefully you get to, get to do one or two down in Brisbane then, thank you.
1: A veritable treasure trove of roving reports this week, Mel. So much so that it's taken up the entire podcast. Episode 106 is all about roving reports. So thank you to Lyndall, who was at Kelvin Grove, another launch in Brisbane. We had Mel Ellis out at Pakenham putting in another solid
0: application
1: application for entry into the Channel 5 news crew. Not there yet. Melissa, and
0: Moss. We make them work hard for it these days, don't we? we Yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) And and so we
1: should, because it's an honour. It is an honour. And that honour was bestowed on Dave Moss many months ago, and he continues to file reports from St George. Now, tell me, tell me, Mel, what's happening in Parkrun World this weekend?
0: We've got one launch this week. It's in Queensland, another what should I say, jewel in the crown of Queensland who dominates the Australian countryside with the most amount of events. It's going to be in South Toowoomba, also in great need for another park run up there because the the Toowoomba park run, which by all accounts is amazing, has got a lot of runners and Mm -hmm. I think they've got a couple to spare and I'm sure the new event will attract a whole bunch of new more runners too.
1: park run is big in Toowoomba and only going to get bigger now in South Toowoomba anniversaries where's the parties happening
0: there are a couple of parties also in queensland one of those is in kedron and another one is at main beach the main beach one's a little bit special do you know why scotty
1: well it's the seventh anniversary at main beach which also means it's the seventh anniversary for parkrun in australia and there's going to be a big party
0: Yes, and big announcements being made and lots of fun to be had, so if you are find yourself in that neck of the woods, head along to Main Beach. Well,
1: I hope you've been following along, speaking of the announcements, you've been following along with the junior parkrun announcements in the last couple of weeks. All will be revealed on Saturday where the remaining events are and when they will launch, so that in itself exciting. I think uh, the boss is going to unveil something else that's a bit exciting for the Main Beach event. So, if you are in town, and there are a lot of park runners in town for the Commonwealth Games, get on down to Main Beach. But if you're not in town, and maybe you're in Lismore, you can head along to They're the going
0: to have some fun there too. Yeah. As are Traralgon in Victoria.
1: Did you mention Kedron? celebrating
0: an anniversary. Kedron was the very first one I mentioned. Oh, there you go.
1: Wasn't paying attention. Now... <laughs> Mel, were you paying attention? So this is this is fresh. This pod to the uh, Commonwealth Games opening ceremony last night.
0: We actually watched it. I you got me a bit excited with the whole Com Games fever. Uh, we went and we plugged the aerial in and we dusted off the remote control and figured out how to l- look through TV channels that aren't Netflix again. And yes, we found the Com Games opening ceremony and put it on our television. Mm-hmm.
1: So, should we, should we open up the kimono, peel back the curtain a little bit? This is take two of the outro, because last night I, I had the fever. I was all excited for the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony, so we wrapped up recording last night, being Wednesday.
0: Super early. So
1: we could rush off to watch the opening ceremony.
0: And fortunately, we didn't miss any of the... Well, I don't think we missed any of the stuff. The athletes hadn't started coming out yet when we, when, when we sat down to watch it.
1: Now, one thing I overlooked... Was that an opening ceremony and closing ceremony? In fact, is more about singing and dancing, and not too much about sport. And I kind of like the sport, not not such a big fan of the singing and dancing. Mel, what about you? No, no. no. Um.
0: Well, I guess it really depends on the type of singing and dancing. Uh, it it was it was certainly very interesting. Some of the costume choices. By some of the performers were interesting i um, I don't know what the hell Delta was thinking with that blue, flowy ensemble was it pants was it a dress? I don't know she wasn't wearing shoes either no, she wasn't, but that's fair enough because there was a there was a giant sand pit in the middle of the arena how How long do you reckon it took the trucks to get all that sand in, and how long do you <laughs> think it'll take them to get rid of it because I'm pretty sure it's not from the long jump pit
1: no. No. Well, there's plenty of sand on the Gold Coast. I think that was the message they were trying to get across. Do you? Like, I think we get that there's a beach on the Gold Coast. Okay. That has... So they want
0: people to start getting used to having sand in everything. Yeah. For the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Set the precedent early.
0: I did like the, the nippers all walking out and carrying the boards around and um, introducing, like, like leading the athletes. I thought that was a nice touch.
1: That was probably the best pit. For me, of opening ceremony, seeing the countries come out, it's a sort of a geography lesson. And I was watching with Kasha. I think this was her first opening ceremony, and she was learning all about these countries. And there were a couple there, Mel, I got to admit, I'd never heard of.
0: Yeah, that and well, a- Adam mentioned to me a few times. Oh, I didn't know they were in the Commonwealth. So that was a that was fun. I I liked seeing all the different. Um, ways that the athletes themselves were presented, you know. I mean, they all had their own team uniforms and everything and some of those looked more country-specific than others. Some of them looked like they were just trying to do the Hawaiian shirts because they were coming to the Gold Coast. Um, But some of them, you know, super got into the music and they were dancing and you could see how excited they were and others were just sort of walking around meekly. There were a lot of phones, people taking... um, video I guess and selfies while they were out there walking around. I don't know would you do that Scotty do you think you would like Facebook live it while you were there walking around or something or do you think you would just want to enjoy it?
1: I think well I have history in this that I, I just want to enjoy it. I'll tell you a story going back over a decade I had floor seats at the Los Angeles Lakers like literally on the floor of the court opposite uh, Jack Nicholson and I thought do I take a camera and do I photograph the whole thing or do I just sit and experience it and it lives in my memory forever? I chose sitting and experience it. I have no photographs of that night. So I think I would. that's what I'd do. I'd just soak it But away. any
0: regrets? No, you not really. You didn't meet like Jack Nicholson and like, damn it, I have no selfie with Jack Nicholson.
1: Well, it was pre-selfies. It was pre-mobile phones even before mobile oh. phones had cameras in them. Okay. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking decades. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
0: you're that old. Well, what, we, we should figure you. I out what year to... Rowan Atkinson um, started selfies. I'm pretty sure that was only late nineties. That's not that long ago, yeah. is it? Really?
1: So yeah, I would be Sand's phone if I was going to do that. I think because yeah, because the memories looking back are of you holding a phone, and that's a bit lame each to his own, each to his own.
0: So what, what was the highlight for you then of the whole show, do you think?
1: Oh, I just think um, the fact that it's over and now they can start running and swimming and doing that. The, the highlight was seeing countries that, <laughs> that they have a population of, like one of them said it's 1,600 people and they've got five athletes coming along. Like, yeah, think, isn't
0: that awesome? Like,
1: but my suburb is a tiny suburb that I live in, and I think we have got more than sixteen hundred people that live in research. So, five of us could have gone to the Commonwealth Games. Doesn't seem right.
0: Are you serious? Yeah, it seems a bit of an oh, imbalance there. I guess no, they have to I... meet
1: standards, don't they?
0: Well, yeah they they have to have they have to qualify. Still, it's not just like well, we'll just send anyone. You know who's who's the five fastest, whatever's on the continent and we'll send them, that's not how it works. They still have to like have qualifying times and things like that, otherwise they can't go. Do they? I'm pretty sure, don't they?
1: I don't know. Someone needs to come and someone needs to tell us. I see our, our mate Robbo, he, he's like official at these He's in the thick games. of it. Yeah, he's got a jacket. I think he's got a um, lanyard, an official lanyard as well. We need. We, we need to catch up with him.
0: That's all you need these days, jackets and lanyards.
1: But enough about but enough about the com games, Mel. Tell me what you're doing this weekend. I'm gonna be watching the Com Games and run directing at Bright. What are you doing?
0: Ah, uh, I am going to be sailing sailing another sea Ooh. this weekend. Not gonna tell you where. We've got quite the range of them in Queensland and around about the place. So I'll leave that till next week to reveal so I can give you the the full account. That's oh, it's a
1: tease. It's a Mel break of tease. I like it. I like it. Get people hanging out and listening to the next episode.
0: Well, a long time ago, I think we discussed that we weren't going to tell everybody where we were going every week, just so that, you know, they had less, they had to tune in before they realized that they didn't want to hear it, mm. and then stop listening. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Well, I've already
1: said I'm going to be a bright run directing the girls are on. We're going to use the volunteer app. So that's all a bit exciting.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, try not to um, give everybody their second consecutive 59-59, won't you? I hope, I hope not.
1: That's not going to happen. Don't jinx us. But it's going to be it's groundbreaking for the trickets. We've never used the app before. And I think Yvonne is nervous. She's on the uh, stopwatch. So if you're coming to Bright, say Hi. And make you want to Bring your GPS watch. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. No, it's great. The app is super easy. You guys will have a good time.
1: Okay. And you're going to do something that you're not going to tell us about. Love it. Love it.
0: Well, Well, I will tell you this. I did pop to my local craft store yesterday to buy accessories for a costume, which may or may not have included velvet and other things.
1: Okay. That is vague enough for us to keep guessing all the way to Saturday. Can we can we check it out on Instagram? On Saturday?
0: Oh Yeah, yeah, why not? Okay, great. Let's 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 bring Instagram back. Yep.
1: No, we've been we've been on Instagram lately.
0: Have we? Yeah we have.
1: Yeah, we've been paying attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm spending all that time on Strava these days. Yeah. I've got no time like how many social media things can you honestly expect in people?